0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm Freddie Finale. There's this class Klaus are from.
1: I'm Matt Letitia. Dean Hammonds
0: here. And you're listening to In That Number. Here is Letitia. he <laughs> Number. Here's the reply. Barry Baha's. His streamer. Oh, Meltzer! And they've got a hand-trick! That's an unbelievable hand-trick to Danny Manor! Shane Long takes Southampton an to Wembley! Cracks the with a left-foot strike! All-past nips it, and he's got it in as well! And Danny Ings has done it again!
2: Thanks so for checking out In That Number with me, Kevin, the Moscow Mush Milverton, and Ray Hunt. Find me on Twitter at Moscow Mush, and my co-host Ray Hunt at Ray Hunt 84 Follow the show at Number Podcasts on Twitter, In That Number Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. If you've got any questions for the show, if you can be bothered, send us an email to podcast at gmail.com. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever it is you get your podcasts. Share, subscribe, and give us good vibes.
1: Let's go. Welcome back to another episode of In That Number. This is episode number 164, a busy show to go through today. We've got a roundup of deadline day, got two matches to go over and one to preview. Chelsea were in town on Tuesday night and then we travelled to Wolves on Saturday. Uh, We have the results of our first goal and player of the month of the season, um, and next week, we return to St. Mary's against Brentford. Uh, we don't have Tim this week to preview, so me and the Moscow Mish will have to get through it on our own. Uh, so let's get him in now. Kevin, busy, busy week. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Yeah, been trying to keep up with all the news that's coming in. It's been mental, hasn't it? It's just been mm. uh, just, yeah, hectic and hectic. My, um, my Wednesday was really, I just needed to get away from it. I went to the cinema and... um. Yeah, I turn my phone off and I come back and I just had mess. I turn my phone back on, and I just had messages galore, just baseless rumours and just trying to keep up with it. And yeah. I don't like it. You, I hate it. Uh, well,
2: even the official news. I mean, it's just been busier than I can ever remember.
1: It, it's good in a way, isn't it? But I mean, I've, I've been back at work this week and I'm just tired, just tired, tired out with everything. And, and I've got bags under my eyes so big that they could carry my shopping. <laughs> I pulled an all-nighter as well. On, uh, on Tuesday night, I went straight to work after St. Mary's. Um, and I, yeah, I kind of like went home, had a shower and then went straight to work. And then I come home and started working on the transfer news and stuff. And yeah, just no sleep. I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I can't remember the last time I pulled in all night.
1: <laughs> no, it shouldn't be happening at our age now. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, what have you been up to this week apart from, apart from the football?
2: Apart from the football, apart from the work...
1: Um... Oh god,
2: nothing. I can't. I don't, I don't know what I've been doing with myself, to be honest.
1: Well, that's good. We like it. Don't want to be too busy, do you? Uh,
2: no. But yeah, you know, September is upon us, so yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna get tasty.
1: Yes, indeed. Kevin, um, I, I told a blacksmith that he was really good working with iron, and he said, "Thanks, it's in my blood." <laughs> It is uh, oh, my God, it trusts you to pick up something like that. <laughs> uh, anyway, Kevin, uh, Saints, um, fantastic start to the week. Uh, a 2-1 win against Chelsea uh, coming from a goal down. Seems to be the norm, doesn't it? You had that like sinking feeling when Sterling scored uh, and then elation and almost disbelief when Armstrong scored. I felt like a man who'd fallen out of a plane without a parachute, then landed in a hot tub at the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> Just too many emotions in 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 one game, but yeah, it was um a good start, and then obviously yesterday it kind of uh you know flipped on its head with a disappointing loss to Wolves. But um but yeah, how how was how did you see the week?
2: Yeah, it was great. I mean, third comeback in a row. Um, yeah, we seem to be the team that um. Loves to win points from losing positions.
1: Yeah, it's a complete flip to last season, right? Yeah,
2: that may continue.
1: Yeah, we just need to keep that consistency, don't we? And just find find that rhythm because I I I I'm always con- um, considered to be like a, a negative Saints fan. And when when we lose, sorry, when we win these games like like we did on Tuesday night, it was I had to keep bringing myself back down to earth, thinking, well, we've been in this position before, and then we have completely you know capitulated and ended up the season. In a, you know in the worst possible way so i just want to stay ahead of things and just keep keep calm and just oh. look at the table a little bit more and um and think about it game by game
2: not the worst possible way right the worst possible way of being being relegated
1: well i mean in the sense that we we'd we'd already done the work before christmas didn't we and yeah or well, the first part rather and then uh and then drop off You get to 40 points and then just fuck the rest of it. Yeah, exactly. I just want to see a little bit more consistency. And obviously yesterday wasn't we weren't we weren't counting that one because we never win at Wolves, do we? But yeah. Uh, Anyway, if if you like what we do, uh, buy us a coffee or a pint. Yeah, just head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash in that number. Uh, You can also become an official member as well for exclusive offers. So, yeah, go on there uh, and, and check them out. Just a pint. Mm. Just throw a pint at us. <laughs> Member. Oh goodness, I say we we're getting too old for this, but no. <laughs> Never too old for something. No. Uh, Kevin, ITN News. Should we get into this? Yeah, let's wade ourselves into it.
2: This is ITN in that number news.
1: OK, uh, as you can imagine, uh, the news this week was taken up by the deadline day. Uh, so we'll go through those. Um, but just a couple of things before we do. Uh, set-piece coach, Alex Clapham, has left the club for personal reasons. I'm not really sure what's happened there, and I'm, I'm guessing it's one of those situations where we'll never find out. You, um, yeah, you, you he
2: was anything? the set-piece coach, wasn't he? No, no, no salacious rumours or anything, but um, yeah, just that. He'd gone and um, Ruben Salas is going to be filling in.
1: What, on set pieces? Is he taken mm. over from Prowsey? <laughs> yeah. Quite a step up. <laughs> Go on, Ruben. Yeah. Um, and, of course, the news that uh, Romeo Lavia, his hamstring injury, it's a bad one, isn't it? And out for a minimum uh, of six weeks. Ouch. You know, that, that's a, that's a yeah. real blow, isn't it? Incredible start. Yeah, grabbed his first goal against Chelsea, of course, and he limps off. Um, you, you get too much pleasure and you need some pain to equalize, don't you? But Kev, Ralph said that he may have pushed him a little bit too much because, you know, he's 18 years old. He's coming from youth football to the premier league and he's been thrown straight into it. And it's been a busy month for him. Isn't he's played? I think he's played every game, has not he? And you know, all the rigors of the premier league. Is this one on Ralph or is it just one of those things?
2: Um, no, I mean, I think maybe just Ralph feels a little bit guilty. Um, you know, he might have played a part in pushing him too hard, but yeah, I don't think that you can blame him really. Uh, I'm sure he didn't deliberately put him in a uh, unnecessary risk if he knew that there was some sort of lingering injury.
1: Yeah, I just put it down to one of them things. Then it's it is it happens, doesn't it? But yeah, the, the lad is young, and I guess he felt like he had to keep playing him because he was playing so well. He settled in so well, and he wasn't playing like an 18-year-old. Now injuries are a part of football. But there was a part of me that thought because he got injured that maybe Romeo would stay because we're gonna yeah. need that back up now. But of course that that didn't happen. But yeah, it's a bad one. Six weeks without him. It's um it's a it's a real blow to his young career.
2: Uh, yeah, definitely. But I like, hope that he'll come back stronger from
1: it. Yeah, I'm sure he will. Um right, we're getting to the transfers then. Um and <laughs> should we, we need to play this uh this this music because we've had a request to put the music back <laughs> in. Did you see that? that? that
2: the demand, yeah, yeah on the Discord. It,
1: yeah. So, um, if you're listening, Scott, this is for you.
2: Yeah. let's have a very prolonged jump on the transfer random. Um.
1: Anyway, let let us start with the departures then, uh, Kev, because, um. Romeo, we just mentioned a Teary one here. It's Mm. seven-year stint. It's it's over, done. Um, We knew it was coming, didn't we? Um, And as soon as the news broke, I feared it was a possible uh, move for him. But it still doesn't make it easy to take, does it? And just you know, what can you say? Just what a guy he is, and what a warrior he was for us, and gave us all always. Left everything out there as well. He had that first-team mentality. Seems to be like a really nice bloke off the field as well. It's it's a loss, isn't it? It's a really really sad loss.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think he's um, after Shane Long is probably one of my favourite players. I um, and, and you, you kind of I I never really understood why you'd want to change that midfield pairing of Prowski and Romano. It seemed to work so well.
1: It's a mainstay for the podcast, isn't it? We we've never known anything. Well, unless you include the six months that Mark Hughes was there and pushed. Um, James Wood perhaps out of the side but they, them two have just been nailed on Yeah, uh, yeah I, th- I
2: think he's definitely having a season or two in him still at the Premier League level but uh, I guess the club's decided that it's time for him to move on and um, yeah it's not as if we're short of, uh, of backups in that position
1: Yeah, and it has to be said as well that it wasn't us forcing him out the, the offer came in You know, he's 30 years old, he's from Catalonia He's going to get the chance to to go home and play, you know, where he's from. It's it's something that he can't turn down, and and yeah. you know, Ralph obviously couldn't couldn't stop him from going. So yeah, it's 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 sad. Um, but we'll we'll keep an eye on him anyway because, yeah, he's a nice bloke, and he's he left a very nice message as well to the fans, and he, he a video that he posted on Twitter. on that. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not going to read it out because um, I may cry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, Yeah, go go check it out.
2: In his homage to Catalonia. Um, Yeah, Jan Valery Mm. also. Um, He was kind of an outsider who had been brought back into the team. So this is maybe a little bit of a surprise. I think if it had come before the pre-season, then... uh, no, I don't think anyone would have batted eyelid, but um, he seemed to be fitting in fairly well to Ralph's plans.
1: Yeah, and it's something that you you marked upon when uh, we spoke about pre-season and about Valerie saying that he, he's actually been a decent player this season already and quite sure. But yeah,
2: again, it's strange that you know, with um, we don't have a shortage of fullbacks, but um Ralph seems to like playing Gineppo in that position. Mm. We saw that when uh Haro
1: came off. Yeah, I think I, I think field, that, so. that whole situation is just because he he doesn't want Gineppo to play upfield anymore because we got so many other options, but he still feels like he needs to keep him on the field down that side, so why not stick him in a place where we need him and It's a strange situation. Mm. But yeah, another great send off from from Valerie as well. A lovely message. And yeah, I'll read this one because, well, in case you you haven't seen this, it wasn't as as publicized as the Romeo one. And he says it's been an unreal journey. I would like to thank uh, the Southampton FC family for this opportunity of a lifetime, bringing a kid from Paris to a historical club through their academy and getting the chance to feature in the world famous Premier League. The dream of any young footballer fulfilled. This organisation is more than a football club, a family that provided me with care, support and opportunity during my time here. So many beautiful memories and valuable experience to take along to my next destination. Forever grateful. Yeah, that was nice. And we'll always have that hit at Old Trafford, won't we?
2: Yes, that was a bang. Um, We didn't mention his next destination, which is um, City Football Group owned uh, Angier.
1: Mm, angers.
0: <laughs>
2: angers. Yeah. <laughs> um. They are in Neco and Huntley.
1: They? they are, yeah. And they play today. I was going to keep an eye on them for you and let you know how they got, how he's getting you on. Got a
2: lot of players to keep an eye on. Right? I
1: know. There's so many. Um,
2: so yeah, those. That's only two permanent outgoings. Uh, adds to Will Ferry to Cheltenham, Kane Ramsey to Harrogate, and plus the like, eight players we released at the end of last season.
1: So uh, Romeu and Valerie left, you know, in in high spirits, thanking the fans and doing all this. Um, and then there was one that didn't go quite so well.
2: Yeah, fuck me, it smacks of a bit of Wesley Hoot, doesn't
1: it? It does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, another player
2: uh, joining Villa with ideas above their station. Jan Bednarik, it turns out.
1: Moving to a bigger club, apparently.
2: A bigger club. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah, good luck in that European campaign. I
1: don't get it. Uh, you, you know that. Just taking a swipe at us like that, uh, there are some things that don't, you don't need to say. And, you know, I, I just think he's just upset that Bela has, has started better than him. And uh, he's kind of forced him into this bench role. Well, he's been on the bench against Leicester United and Chelsea. And mm. Ralph has told him that, you know, he was in his plans, but obviously he doesn't like it and he's chose to move on. He's still our player. I mean, he's still got a contract until June 2025. So it's going to be an awkward return. If, unless he extends it, of course.
2: Yeah, I mean, maybe there's an option to buy.
1: There isn't, no. There's nothing. There's no option. It's just done oh. for the rest of the season. <laughs>
2: but, All right.
1: So. Yeah. I don't know. He's going to have to uh, get the fans back on side, isn't he? Unless, of course, Villa make a make an approach for him.
2: Yeah, but I mean, for him to for them to make an approach for him, he'd have to have a good season.
1: Yeah, and, and he's not made a good start being an unused sub. <laughs> mm. <laughs> he's he's having a good season. This is this is his new role. Ah, God! You know, I did like that night
2: before. Yeah. Yeah. Just, um, I mean, a lot of people picked up on that look on his face when he concedes a goal from an absolute howling defensive mistake. Never
1: is. Uh, Yeah. Just sort of lifting his arms up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we 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 got to go to Villa Park in a couple of weeks' time as well. So um, I hope he's playing, and I hope Che runs rings around him. I really do. I just I, I I kind of hate Villa more than anybody now. I just want them to lose, and it didn't help that they picked up a bloody point yesterday against City. So
2: yeah.
1: Um. Anyway, the rest were all loan deals, as we know, and I'm going to butcher his name for you, Kev. Mateusz Lis. Perfect. Oh, thank you. Uh, he's off to uh. Trois.
2: <laughs> I don't know Twa. Twa.
1: I think it's pronounced the same way as they say three. Ah. Twa. Yeah. Troy's. <laughs> yeah, Troy's.
2: <Sorry>. Troy Athletic.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, he's off for the remainder of the season. That's an expected one, isn't it? Because, you know, we've got backup keeper um, in Alex McCarthy, and we've also got Willie. Uh, so, Mateus, Mateus Schliss, 25 years old. We knew he was going to be going out, and let's hope he can come back with, a, you know, with, you know, more experience.
2: Yeah, I mean... Uh... I think the only surprise is that it didn't come sooner.
1: Yes, yeah, that's one that we've uh, been thinking about all, all time. As soon as we maybe signed, they it. Were,
2: maybe they were holding out and seeing if an uh, offer came in from McCarthy.
1: Oh, possibly. Yeah, i never thought about that.
2: But yeah, it was, uh, in the top French league. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, another
1: loan deal. Uh, Daniel Simeon this time on loan to Tranmere in League Two. Hmm, another League Two move for him. Everyone else is on. Is it League One or? And you know Scottish Premier, French top. But See how many cards he picks up this season. I, I, I'll be watching him as well, Kev. <laughs> picked up a few for, <laughs> for Carlisle this season. He certainly did. Yeah. Um, a, a, quite a sad one, I suppose. Um, Jack Stevens, Jack fucking Stevens. Yeah. Um, he's off to Bournemouth. A uh, good move. Good move for him, I think. You know, he, he's down the pecking order. He knows that his contract's up in the summer. What is he? 28 now. 28, 29, 28, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Um. He needs to be putting himself in the window if he's not getting first-team football. Um, and he's going to get the opportunity to play at Bournemouth, won't, won't he? So I think this is um, this is a good move for him, personally.
2: Uh, yeah, he wasn't playing this today, was he?
1: No, he wasn't. He was on the bench, though. I don't know. But yeah, not used.
2: Uh, another defender, uh, Jake Wokens to break or oh, <laughs> Jake Woking to Woking. Yeah, nationally Woking, um for the rest of the season.
1: Yes, yeah, so I looked at uh, the the story from the Woking website, and there's a, I think it's still on there now if you have a look. It's uh, the first news bit of news is uh, that Voken's or oh, it like Saint Woking moves to uh, to Woking, and uh, the picture, he just looks so pissed off to be there. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, he just looks awful. It's just like, oh yeah. Oh, we've got yeah, a moment. You. Brilliant. You know, Where are you yeah, going to? Yeah. Woking.
2: Fucking Woking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know you know how you always see the, the you know the the on Sky Sports news whatever them holding up the shirt beaming smile ear to ear um yeah go on to the Woking Football Club uh, just woking.co.uk yeah card signed st jake and he's just sat in the stands looking <laughs> like he's just watched a match from them <laughs> <laughs> happy to be here yeah i haven't read it i just looked at that and thought right okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm quite sad to see him go because I thought he was working his way back up I watched him in the, in the B side uh, the other day against Norwich and he looked really good in that game and he actually scored the goal and I thought uh, if Ralph's watching which I'm sure he is um, this is going to do him the world of good um, and then the next day he goes off to Woking. in so I don't know Ralph obviously doesn't like him doesn't feel that he's got a future I mean you saw it a couple of seasons ago didn't you when he, um, we had no left backs whatsoever um, this is before Perro. This is before Thierry Small. Um, and then we were like, what are we going to do? We just got Bertrand. That's it. And then we let Vokins go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After scoring in the FA Cup against Huddersfield, if I remember right. It's, it's a oh, strange sorry. one. So, yeah. I feel sorry for him. I really do. And now he's got to play his football in Woking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah, Will Tizard. Uh, he's he's also joined National League. Uh, he's gone to Chippingham Town. Uh, so yeah, not 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 too far away, really, is it? No, they're in the National League South. I'm they sure. are, yes. So, uh, Sorry, foreign listeners, that's yeah. that makes
2: it the sixth division. Yep. So that that's uh, six loan deals uh, on deadline day. Uh, they join eight other loanies, uh, Thierry Small to Port Vale, Will Smallbone to Stoke, Nate Tell to Burnley, Kick Chalky to X to Jack Bycroft to Taunton, Caleb Watts to Morecambe, Dan Lindaloo to Chentleman, and Kazim Malekby to Ross County. It's going to be a big fucking segment this season, isn't it?
1: And I, I also want to take a look at Girona for Romeo as well. So. <laughs> All right. Um, and Angers. And Angers, yeah. Ah, yes. Kevin, would you like to go with the incoming?
2: Um, yeah, where can we start? Um, Ainsley Maitland Niles. He's the, one of those eternal youngsters, isn't he, from the London clubs? So he's sort of in and out of the first team. Um, yeah. He's 25, coming from a fairly young Arsenal side. Probably the biggest signing deadline day, would you say?
1: Uh, I'd say so. The most well known, anyway, yeah, for, for sure. He's kind of like the veteran of the side, isn't he? He's like one of the granddads.
2: Yeah, at 25. I don't know, yeah. Mm. yeah, I mean he's played in the Champions League with Arsenal, but they represented England at every level. Five caps for this uh, for England. Quite a flexible player, so I'm sure mm. Ralph will, will love him. Hang he was he on loan at uh, West Brom. Last season?
1: I think he went somewhere else. I think it was at West Brom and moved on again somewhere else. Yeah, he went to Roma until he? he was. Um, uh, he moved to, to West Brom. That was uh, and then he, four, really. Yeah, and then he went to to Roma. Uh, I'm not quite sure how he got on in Roma, but uh, yeah, he returns played eight know. games. Oh, okay, well, there you go. <laughs> that didn't really work then, did it? Because I think yeah, he joined in January, um, and um, this year January 2022, and, uh, and you know, online to the end of the season, so eight games. That's okay. And mm. then obviously shipped back out again. What does that tell you about him, though? That uh, the that Arsenal aren't really keen on him, or is it just they've got too many players in that position? You say that, but you know, he's he's a very versatile player, isn't he? So. Yeah,
2: I guess it's, you know, it's kind of both. You know, Chelsea kind of suffer from the same thing, don't they? They've got some really good quality youngsters, but then you know, the go out and pay. Sixty million
1: for a replacement but apparently. Yeah, I'm I'm quite happy about this though, um I said it would be a perfect fit and I I do think that, you know, with his mm. versatility, he's pace, he's energetic, he he's, can play full back, wing back, all across the midfield. I, I think he's going to be a good fit. You know, he came on, we saw him what for twenty odd minutes yesterday and he looked he looked good. So um yeah, I am I'm, I'm quite happy with it.
2: Yeah, I'd rather have him playing out of position than Genet <laughs>
1: I don't think there's any out-of-position place for him, though, is there? He's comfortable everywhere. Yep. The, another one, uh, Samuel Adozi, 19-year-old winger. Don't know an awful lot about this kid, but um, I know that Pep speaks highly of him. Uh, so he's going to need a, lot of, a little bit of time. He's represented England under 18 and under 19, and he's made an appearance for City in the 2021 Community Shield. So, yeah, I mean, if Pep likes him, and obviously Joe Shields was a big you know, influence in getting him, into City and obviously moving with Southampton too. And I've I've taken a look at some of what I can of him. And he's described himself as versatile. He can play left or right, although he does prefer to play on the left. Um, He thinks he's exciting. He's very direct, likes to take players on uh, and get fans out of their seat. And he also likes the defensive side. So I guess he's kind of like a. he's seeing himself as a more successful Nathan Redmond. And he looks like a, a baby Che Adams. And he looks like a baby Che. Yeah, just give him five years. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I'm excited to see, get, get some minutes and stuff. I mean, we, we did see him come on against against Wolves, and a lot of people have been talking about him already. So, he, he, you know, he has that flair. And that's kind of what we need, isn't it? We need a player that's going to be taking on players because Redmond seems to have stopped doing that. So, I mean, I, you're always going to get that with Stuart Armstrong. Uh, Gineppo you just I mean wow he's just like Bambi isn't he
0: no <laughs> um
1: so a, a youngster that you know he clearly believes in himself he, he wants to take players and he likes it he calls himself exciting and he has a you know desire to please the fans and he, lo- he likes the defensive side of it it's kind of like music to Ralph's ears isn't it
2: yeah I think it's got to be top of his uh, checklist for players coming in is. So. uh whether they they're, they're flexible and versatile
1: yeah and young and hungry and that's pretty much the the blueprint of what we're trying to do here yeah and yeah another
2: i mean we, we've we just been basically raiding man city's um youth graduates really haven't
1: we? like chelsea last year and now uh man city this year
2: yep um
1: but i mean i've said it before if you're going to do it against anyone uh, from anyone do it for the champions right
2: yeah definitely <laughs> um yeah, uh,
1: Juan Larios
2: this time, um, fullback, uh, position we definitely needed to cover for. Um, came through the academy at Barcelona, um, can play on either flank. And Ralph's been very impressed with him and said that, uh, yeah, you'd be amazed at how good he is. Um, I'm, I'd never heard of him before, signed so yeah. him. Um, but yeah, supposed to be very intelligent. Full-back, um, yeah, possibly another Tina Livramento.
1: Well, I hope so, because we don't want him to turn into a Thierry Small, do we? <laughs> um, yeah, he'd be out in the National League next season then. <laughs> Playing for Woking. Woking, oh, <laughs> um, Where is Thierry Small? Port Vale. Uh, he's at Port Vale, yeah. Yeah, I don't know anything about uh, Larry Usher, to be honest. Um but again, I go back to it. If, if Pep likes him, then, you know, he must be doing something right. Um, uh, he didn't get on yesterday, did he? He was, uh, he was no, on he the was bench. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was on the bench, but uh, didn't get a chance to, to to show what he can do. Uh, but yeah, Ralph's obviously really, really impressed. That, that interview that he said about him it kind of got me excited a little bit more, um, saying that, you know, he, he's been impressed and you'll be amazed at how good he is. You
2: think that maybe, you know, not all of these players are going to be Supers to ask, but you know, at least one of them might be. Uh, yeah, I hedge your bets. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, well, I think you know, you need to you do need to hedge your bets, and we you still do need to bring in experience. You can't let go of um players of maybe not the caliber necessarily, but at least with the experience of Romeu and and Bednarik and Jack fucking Stevens.
1: Who's the second one you mentioned then? Uh, Bednarik. Oh, I, th- I forgot about him. Sorry. <laughs> it's just a, been erased from your memory yeah um, yeah
2: so we, i mean yeah we, and uh Shano's gone as well and uh fraser forster so yeah we've been letting go of um a few players towards the end of their careers but and um been mopping up all these youth prospects but you, you feel that you do need a little bit of uh, experience inside still so yeah i mean our, our last signing who just got across the line uh do a from marseille
1: can you j- just can you do that a little bit slower for people that, that that are pronouncing it wrong do yeah do
2: yeah as in as in do you have a you sent back
1: okay
2: uh, Yeah.
1: chaletta yeah that's easy enough right
2: yeah uh tzar, as in uh, emperor of russia yeah
1: <laughs> tzar. yeah tzar. Yeah. Put it, put it together, and you've got Doja Chaleta, Tsar.
2: Uh, that's our, our phrase of the week, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah t-
1: tell me about him, Kev.
2: i a bit of a mouthful, but still, yeah, Kev. good uh, double-powered player.
1: Just call him DCC um, if you want.
2: So. Centre-back, yeah. I mean, um, I know him through the Croatian team, if I'm being honest, more than um, playing for Marseille. Um, yeah, Croat, better than Lovren. Uh <laughs> Came, uh, originally through the system No,
1: Red stop Hall. Kev, stop That's all we need, better than Lovren, that's it
2: Better than Lovren <laughs> um, Yeah, so you came to my from Red Bull, Salzburg um, He's managed to play quite well under a lot of different managers with very different styles um, Intense pressing centre-back, quick recoveries um, He's used to playing in the back three My possession's key So yeah, you should be Ready for anything, whether Ralph's gonna be playing at the three at the back or four. Yeah, good passer, great in the air. I think he's just what we need.
1: Kevin, yeah, overall were you happy with this window? You know, we did, we still didn't see a striker, did we?
2: Yeah, I think that's what um that's what we're lacking, isn't it? An experienced striker. Um but you know, Che didn't go, we've kept him and there was talk of him going to everton, the wasn't there?
1: Yeah. Well, we just need a striker that can use his head instead of his arm, really. <laughs>
2: yeah, we'll get
1: to that <laughs> Yeah, I was disappointed that we didn't get a striker, but I figure with all the you know the new versatile plays that we've got, you can change the shape a lot, can't you? And um, you don't necessarily need to use two strikers all the time. And we've already seen that from this season that Adam Armstrong has been deployed, uh, you know, on the left. So yeah, I, I, so if, if need be, you can always put him through the centre. Um, you've got Mara that still still can come through. Mm. And put, oh, well, fuck it, put Maitland-Nars up there as well. He can play everywhere else.
2: Yeah, I mean, but, you know, if we're only going to be playing one up top, then, yeah, I suppose it doesn't really matter too much. So, but um, you've got to worry that if Shapers get injured, um, what are our choices? Um, Armstrong, who isn't, you know, the goal scorer as such, and Mara, who's quite inexperienced. Yeah. But, you know, we do get quite a lot of goals from midfield, so I, I think we will be fine.
1: I hope so. But I mean, injuries are going to happen. There is going to become a point where uh, Che and or Adam Armstrong are are, are injured and we've just got to deal with it, I guess. Low knees then, Kev. Caleb Watts at Morecambe. He grabbed an assist yesterday in their 2-2 draw at Bristol Rovers. So nice one, Caleb. Uh, Dan and Lundlew scored uh, for Cheltenham Town in their 2-2 draw at Port Vale. And Jan Badnarik, another unused substitution for him. Uh, And Ings also. So yeah, fuck you. (laughs) Uh, And also uh, Romeu, a side note on him. Uh, He played in Girona's 1-1 away draw to Mallorca and he picked up a yellow card. (laughs) And his debut, some things never change. He's jumped straight in. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Birthdays, Kevin. This week, birthday. Uh, I've got one for you. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Claude Puel, former boss. His birthday was on Friday, the 2nd of September. And how old is Claude? 60. Oh, my goodness. He's 61. Um, Right, Kevin, player and goal of the month. I'm excited. Um, This is your domain. So off you go. Take it away, Mush. Per player. player
2: of the month. Um, yeah, it was unanimous here. Uh, you had a choice of Che Adams, Gavin Pasunu, Armel Belakotchup, and Romeo Lavia. And with 61% of the vote, uh, Armel Belakotchup.
1: Yeah, I voted for him as well, Kevin. I think I
2: did as well. I'm sorry, I'm impressed.
1: I feel a little bit sorry for Baz.
2: Um, yeah, he, but I mean, he has been letting him in.
1: <laughs> Not him. He hasn't really made a mistake, though, has he, in letting in the goals? No, oh, okay. I mean,
2: think it's the, just the part one? of... Life as a, um, a saint keeper.
1: We'll one Yeah, I, I don't
2: know about that one. Um, no, I'm not going to blame it.
1: It would have fooled quite a lot of people, yeah. Mm. Unless you weren't doing your job properly, I guess, and you would have just stayed where you were, and yeah, it would have hit you. But yeah, anyway, we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, goals, Kevin. Goals, and we had a lot to choose from. Uh, Ten, wasn't there? 10th. Ten.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: almost as much as uh Ellen Harland's total <laughs> yeah
2: but not as many as um as last year we had Yeah, 12 yeah. uh but then we did beat uh Newport county 8-0 in, in the league cup I just remember. to ah oh, there you go um OK, so, yeah, we, we whittled them down to Ward-Prowse's goal against Spurs, um, Adams' second goal against Leicester, Don Ballard's debut goal against Cambridge, and Napier's screamer against Chelsea. Wow, it's actually a dead heat. You're joking. It is.
1: <laughs> is it? Yeah. OK, as it's a dead heat, Kevin, I'm going to let you make the decision.
2: Oh, wow. OK, I'll get a casting right.
1: You get the casting vote, yeah. I mean, who did you vote for, anyway? I bet you went for Ward-Prowse, didn't you?
2: Um, no, I, I, I scored for... Um, I, I didn't score for anyone. What am I talking about? Um, <laughs> uh, I voted for uh, Romeo Lavias. I, <laughs> I,
1: vote, I voted for Adams.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we'll have to get Tim on and ask him.
1: <laughs> no, you can make the deciding vote.
2: Uh, I think Lavias was just spectacular, though, wasn't it?
1: It was good, yeah. I just thought that the, the, uh, uh, Adams, when he kind of like left the ground, it just looked better. I know it was closer, yeah. but, you know, 18-year-old composure, I can see why. Nice finish.
2: Yeah, and, you know, we need to give him something to um, help him through his uh, injury So Yeah,
1: yep. okay. We'll go with Lavia then.
2: Yeah, um, well, they, they both got 44% of the points, so... Um,
1: Incredible. Yeah. B team, a uh, Papa John's trophy in, in group F and they lost three, oh, yeah. one, uh, after taking the lead, but Ollie Lancashire scored. So nice one, old man. Yes. <laughs> um, and the next up, they got uh, premier league two again, uh, Derby away, uh, and that is Friday the night for September uh, seven o'clock. Uh, yeah, seven o'clock kickoff. The women's um, they haven't played. They haven't played today. They played last week, and as you recall, they, we were watching as we were recording. They were two down, and they come back to draw two two um, at Lewis. So uh, yeah, goals from Ella Morrison, Laura Rafferty there. Um, and their next game is Durham, mm. um, and that's at St Mary's next Sunday at midday. Grab your tickets. Yeah. Uh under 18s they played uh, the first game of the Premier League Cup uh, yesterday against Chelsea. A team they drew 2-2 with just 4 days before. Uh, and they won 3-0. So a great way to kick start their Premier League Cup campaign. So they're in a group stage with uh Chelsea Derby and fuck.
2: Fuck. Is that fuck United or fuck City.
1: <laughs> it means fuck I forgot. Um that was so smooth. Smoother than an Egyptian whiskey. <laughs> Yeah, they're in. Uh, they're grouped with uh, Chelsea, Derby, and Everton. So they have kicked off very well there with three points. Um, goals from Sonny Davis and two goals from Jimmy J Morgan. Um, and their next game is in the league again, and that's uh, Palace away on Saturday, the seventeenth of September, eleven o'clock kickoff. Kevin, uh, Chelsea then. Yeah. Not a good record at home to Chelsea. Won just two of the last eighteen. And both of those, right, have been at Stamford Bridge. So that's not good. I mean, the last home win was was March 2013. uh, And we've conceded a whopping 44 goals against them at St Mary's in the Premier League. Um, And that's, you know, the most that any side has scored against us. Uh, And midweek games in general aren't great for us either, because of our last 20 midweek games, uh, we've won just three of them. So if you are to believe in all of those stats, then a loss was on the cards. But wait, the plot thickens because it was a 2 1 home win. Uh, Raheem Sterling, after 23 minutes, leveled five minutes later from goal of the month, Romeo Lavia, scoring his first goal for us. Um, and then on the stroke of half time, Adam Armstrong gets the place rocking for what turned out to be the winner. Incredible. Uh, brilliant. Great atmosphere. Good to be a part of. Uh, Kev, two changes. Uh, Perrault starts over Giannepo, which, I mean, you could have predicted that. Uh, and Diallo. Relegates arebo to the bench. That, I mean, personally, I was surprised by that one. Uh, you know, going more defensive, obviously. But how did you, how did you see this lineup? I thought, I thought it was pretty strong. I mean, I, I saw it as Lavia, Ward, Prowse, Diallo, too defensive for me. And I, as I was walking to the ground, I saw that. I didn't obviously, I didn't see the formation and how he's going to set up. And obviously, seeing it afterwards, seeing that, that Ward Prowse was was moved a little bit further forward. I thought it was too defensive and I thought he was going for a nil-nil, uh, but it didn't work like that. So, I, I, yeah, it was. looking back at it, it's, it was a great decision.
2: Yeah, I mean, hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't
1: it? Good job, Ralph.
2: It's just, you know, same formation, but uh, different players.
1: Yep, and it worked.
2: Yeah, Prancy's a, a box-to-box midfielder, it turns out.
1: He can do anything. But yeah, good start to the game, I thought, as well. I know Chelsea saw more of the ball and arguably had the better of the chances as well, because, I mean, Sterling was involved early, but he had that little, mm. little feeble shot, didn't he? It was comfortable for Baz. I'm going to call him Baz now. Uh, Baz, uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, Bazza. Yeah, Bazza. There you go. Uh, and then Sterling had that breakaway chance, didn't he, with um, Bela Kochap, and he was brilliant again. Yes. That was great. Very, very intelligent play, because he didn't just dive in like, um, like Bednarek would have done. No. By, by the way, I'm going yeah, to be taking some sly digs at uh, Bednarik throughout this. You but you said
2: you've it, forgotten right? him already.
1: <laughs> only when I'm insulted and um, <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, let's, yeah, let's remember.
2: Let's take a moment to remember Wesley who <laughs> I love <for> him. <laughs>
1: uh, but Belokosh, he stayed calm, didn't he? And he put in a perfectly timed tackle and only got the ball. Yeah, fantastic. And denied a clear route to goal. And yeah, brilliant yet again. Player of the month right there,
0: Kev.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think he knew it. But, Maybe yeah, it didn't take long for Sterling to score them after that.
1: Oh, no, he did. He, did. But that, yeah, I'm still trying to figure out how that, how we conceded this one, Kev, because uh, Chelsea broke at pace right, and then you yeah. had the men back. Um, I I think Diallo lost Mount in the build-up. Yeah. And Perot couldn't quite get to Sterling, and then, you know... It goes in. It was quite lucky that it went back to Sterling and he managed to just, like, poke it back in. But where do you point the finger? Wesley well, <laughs> who? Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, Diallo, um, he, he loses Mount too easily, doesn't he? And um, leaves him in lots of space. Um, and then we just get stretched, don't we? Silesia um, moves into Mount, and then Perot slides in on Sterling. to, I mean, he kind of blocks him, doesn't he? But um, Sterling's the right side a throw and gets to the ball. Bazunu's. Uh, I don't know why he's diving the wrong way. But, uh, yeah, Sterling's left with an empty net anyway. You
1: you don't blame any any of this on Perro because I just I don't. But I, I have think, seen some. Well, like,
2: uh, you know, as much as I blame Bazunu and and Salisu and Diallo.
1: See for me the, the, the main thing was was Mount running through the middle there because if you look when Mount picked up the ball, he picked up the ball in his own half and Diallo was right next to him and then. Diallo sprayed the ball out wide didn't he and um, then he just ran into open space and Diallo mm. was I don't know what Diallo was doing there and that's unlike him because yeah. he's quite an intelligent player he's very good off the ball yes I do like him
2: but yeah. um it's not the strongest of players
1: no and just didn't really have an, an effect on him did he there at all just let him go and then the, you know, the ball comes into the box um and yeah quite a comic comedy goal really.
2: Yeah, I think you know both goals that we conceded that we're going to talk about this week seem to have the same pattern really, don't they?
1: Yeah, we need to stop that, don't we? But um it, it, the goal the equalizer almost an instant reply really. was from a corner Kev. it's normally the other way around, but um wasn't a particularly good corner either because he didn't really get it up and he didn't really get it into into the, the main area. Um but Aspelecquets sends it straight into the path of Lavier and he hits it you know, right on the edge of the box. Um, Very well struck and deserved the equaliser and probably deserved goal of the month as well. Um Did yeah. you know the first player to be born in 2004 to score in the Premier League? I did. You did? Yeah, That's that makes me feel old. We'd left school for about three years, I think, at that point. Uh, yeah, yeah
2: well when in when 2004 was he born?
1: Oh, I don't know. 6th of
2: January 2004.
1: Ah, so very, very early, yeah. Mm, But yeah, I mean, you've talked about the goal in the um, in the goal of the month, uh, but yeah, to to, to level uh, against uh, Chelsea at that moment, you know, especially going from going a goal down, and you know that instant reply, it was so important. And yeah, as I say, he did hit it well. Mendy, I don't know, I kind of criticised Mendy, thinking Christ, he could have saved that, but I think he was a bit unsighted.
2: Yeah, there were so many defenders in front of him. He couldn't really see what was happening.
1: Well, that just makes the shot even better, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah. He managed to kind of find a route through.
1: He's bent it a bit, isn't he? He's bent it round. And...
2: Yeah, but he sort of knew where everyone was going and found that just little square that was uh, available. It was uh, very impressive. And I think we got Asafilicueta to, to thank a little bit for that goal, um, giving away an absolutely needless corner.
1: Yeah, uh, that's that was weird, wasn't it? He had no one around yeah. him and he just booted it. Yeah, he had lots of time
2: left. on the ball and just like, twatted it across the line. Yeah. yeah. And,
1: very
2: uh, and strange. he gets an assist for the goal. as <laughs> well.
1: Yeah, thanks very much. A double assist. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've got him in your fantasy football team, if that counts as uh, minus points, but it fucking should do. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the goal, the Armstrong goal, Adam Armstrong, so pleased for him, by the way. Uh, But yeah, it just looked very, very simple, didn't it? Just march up the field, find the open men and shoot. It makes it look simple. You know, we've got all these problems where we can't create enough and we we, we struggle to find the net. Just look at that goal. Although, okay, I will say three defenders are on Che. That's really, really bad defending from Chelsea. And I I know that Thomas Mm -hmm. Tuchel was really upset with it. But yeah, that's bad defending, but... You know, we, we had to do it still. We still had to find the open men. We still had to move the ball forward. And Armstrong got into an open space. He was like pretty much on the penalty spot, unmarked. Yeah. And just um yeah deserved the goal. But I thought Kev, I thought um he was terrific, Adam Armstrong. I thought I know I know we mentioned last week that he's doing everything but scoring. Uh, this week he. he, he He's added that, so hopefully you yeah. can start on a bit He's of run. He's doing everything and scoring. <laughs> well, apart, apart from Wolves, but yeah, I don't think anybody was going to score there. We could have played another 90, nobody would have scored. But yeah, it's just a, a very, made it look very simple, the goal.
2: Yeah, it's just sort of one touch. I mean, Diallo redeems himself. It's kind of the reverse of the goal we conceded because um, he does Jorginho beautifully and uh, finds who very quickly finds Perot on the edge of the box, I and mean, just you could. Me- measure it with a set square, the way he squares it off to Armstrong. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's good good foresight from him that um, he sees him in space there and um, just puts it just in the right position.
1: Fantastic. Yeah, I'd love to be a fly on the wall on that Monday meeting when they're dissecting the goals, Thomas Tuchel and his team. Mm. And they're just like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing on Shader? What's the <laughs> yes, um, but what really pleased me, Kev, was was the way that we carried on like we were behind. You know, being two one up against Chelsea, uh, you, you know, you've had a half time as well to relax and forget about things because we were on top at that point as well. As soon mm. as we went a goal down, we were on top of the game. Just the kick in the arse that we needed, really, wasn't it? Yeah. But, I mean, how many managers would play differently in that position? How many managers would just be like, right, okay, don't need to to commit too many people up forwards. You can just sit back a little bit more, just keep possession. But he didn't do that. And, you know, going from behind, we were the better side, like I said. We kept going. uh, And and we've seen that in most games already this season. You know, 2-0 down to Leeds, get the point. Uh, Goal down at Leicester and and go and win. Uh, Goal down at United, okay, we were unlucky. We lost the game, but... It wasn't for a lack of effort or fight. That, that's for sure. And, you know, and then here and I know it didn't happen at Molyneux, but. It's already a, a more promising start. And like I said, we need to keep the consistency going right now. And you'd like to think that with this young side, you know, they're all full of fight and, and, and energy and. You know, that was the focus of the window, I guess. But, yeah, young and eager to impress. But I, I just I was just impressed with the way that they they started to play after going a goal down.
2: So the spirit and point they've got. Just wish they had a little bit more of it against Wolves. but Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah. So, so far
2: it's been very impressive. I mean, you know, I've got to remind everyone that um, a lot of the vocal elements of our fan base were all uh, Ralph out just a few games ago,
1: and uh, it's all very quiet. How many times are we going to do this, this thing where... We, we play we start playing wow well and all the ralph out people are just absolutely silent you don't hear anything from them mm. um, and then of course when we start losing they, they come out again and it's just like how many times do we have to keep going through this can not we just stay with the manager and just be you know as one a team yeah let's just, let's just do it i just I,
2: not get ideas above our station
1: yeah just take it for what it is i mean we're up in the top half still no we're twelfth, we're i believe but yeah you know that that, that considering where i said we would be at the end of august you know, i'm a lot happier now um but yeah, yeah we kept going we kept having chances and armstrong and perro working hard down the left perro puts in a cross and elianusi's header oh just denying <laughs> kukareya and that was a lucky escape because mendy was going the wrong way there or oh, i don't think mendy would have got to it
2: yeah uh, the second chance he got does goes straight at mendy doesn't that but yeah, I mean, again, another brilliant cross from Perrault.
1: Um, and another lucky escape, because um, it was another corner as well. Salisu had her, um, and Thiago Silva off the line this time, and yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, that was a bit of um,
1: magic, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, a little flick to his leg, didn't he? It was more luck than judgment, I would say. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. And I know that Thomas Tuchel was critical, and Blaine's a depleted squad, I think, at one point, and, and he said that they only played for 20 <laughs> oh, to 25 yeah. minutes. Yeah, I know. But hearing this, I couldn't help but think the narrative would would be and would always be Chelsea were poor um, and and they were there for the taking. No matter who they went up against, they were going to lose that game. That's the kind of the kind of way that I'm seeing it. Which is unfair to Saints because not one of them has said, yeah, Saints played where well, they deserve to win because that we did.
2: Yeah. Big six buyers, isn't it? That Whenever you come up against one of those teams, the narrative's all about them.
1: And we were really at the end of match of the day again as well, which was a surprise because I thought, you know, you beat Chelsea for Christ's sake. Come on.
2: Yeah, you I think up we the would... order a bit. We were just after Wolves and Bournemouth, weren't
1: we? Why? (laughs) The only thing I can think of is because we were on the Tuesday and they were doing all the Wednesday games first, but I don't know. I want to talk about our player of the month, Kev, um, Armel Belakotchap, uh, impressed Mm. yet again. Uh, He made 12 recoveries, eight clearances, which was a match high. More headed clearances than anyone else. And yeah, just another brilliant tackle to save uh, a clear shot on goal. Mm. He's just playing so much better than Bednarik so far this season.
2: Yeah, he's out playing C, so, so he was you know, quite spectacular this time last
1: season. Yeah, it's just that that intelligence of the, you know, the the, the play that he's that he's putting in at the moment. I'm really enjoying him, but I can't help but get again my negativity creeps in. I can't help but think that you know Silisi did this last season, didn't he? Had a spell where he was like Superman, and then he turned into Super Gran. <laughs>
2: yeah, but you know, you've got um. Very strong competition now from the and uh, Schleff's uh, so
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. You've got to keep it up because um, uh, DCC is going to come in there and want that place. But at mm-hmm. the moment, he's not going to get it because why would you? Another person I want to mention, Kev, was Elianusi. Now, I've been quite critical of him this season because it's not that he's necessarily doing anything wrong. It's just that he, he, I don't think he's doing enough to warrant his place in the side. Um, I'd much rather have Stuart Armstrong, uh, but I thought he had the best game in, in quite some time on Tuesday night. And he was he was involved more. Um, he had second most touches in the team. He pressed more than anyone else on the whole pitch. He had eight tackles, which was another match high. Uh, the second, by the way, was Belakocic with three. So, yeah, and Chelsea's highest was, um, was Ziyech with four. So he doubled that um, two interceptions, six blocks, which was another team high. Uh, yeah, the best individual XG. I'm guessing that's because of that Cooper Aya clearance off the line. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and I, I will always question why he's starting over Stuart Armstrong. But I guess Ralph's putting him in because it's it's, it's that sort of effort that he can do. Um, and if he's involved like that, then he's just going to be hard to ignore. Do you like his play? Did you, did you, am I being over the top with how well we played? No, I think, just, no
2: there were a lot of good performances uh, in that match. And uh, his was definitely one of them. Um, yeah.
1: But he, he was noticeable, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. He didn't go, he didn't go off wandering and didn't, you know, disappear like he often does. He was, he was involved an awful lot. Which yeah, was,
2: him and, and Perot and Armstrong. Um, yeah, they all had fun,
1: fantastic performances. Oh, man of the match is going to be difficult then. Um, yeah. Adam Armstrong as well, though. He he got off the mark this season. Um, two shots, two on target. One went in. Uh, two tackles, two interceptions. I don't have his heat map. I really need to find a site where I can find heat maps after the game. But I'm willing to bet that he was all the way, you know, all over that that side. Um, Just constantly up and down. Defensive cover was excellent. You know, looking at the people around me, you could hear them all just saying, oh, that was Armstrong clearing that again. Oh, Armstrong back there again. You know, he's doing just incredible. What an effort. Yeah, yeah. I I think I can find you. Oh, please do. It's not that fake one that looks like a dick, is it? <laughs> yeah, 9 Uh Yeah, kind of heat maps. <laughs> it's probably a website just called PremierLeagueHeatMaps.com or something, and I have just never really found it. Um, who
2: scored? I've got one, but um, it's quite difficult to see. So yeah, he's I mean, mostly on the left.
1: Just down that side. He does wander <laughs> into the box a little bit, but yeah, that's good.
2: Thank I'm you for that, for Kevin. I'm as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I like it. It's um just exactly what he needs to do, right? So yeah, I thought he was excellent anyway. And Ralph only made three subs. I say only because it used to be just three. But yeah, uh, Lianko, uh, uh, Rebo, and, and Giannepo. Mm. Uh, note that he bought Lianko on to shore up defensively in the latest late stages of the game, and he could have bought Bednarik on, but I guess he felt he you know needed someone stronger and more reliable back then. Yeah,
2: Lianko's like he's always got something to prove, doesn't he?
1: yeah i love him though i just i really do kev do you have any stats
2: yes um the, the usual Um, uh, we we had uh, nine shots uh to their 10 uh, of which seven were on target that's that very is- impressive you know, possession 32 percent
1: oh i, I oof, i'm a bit disappointed with that actually i thought it would have been a little bit more but that's okay because you know you you, you concede in what 60 68 percent possession and uh you're only conceding one goal and a sloppy one at that is um it's good it's good um, you've got an xg uh
2: yeah next
1: g is 1.32 to 1.2 uh yeah and ralph, ralph said in his post-match interview that it was an unbelievable fighting spirit you know the, the perfect performance as well and he said our dna is never stopped running and of adam armstrong he said we found a position that he likes so that's good, because I always felt like he was kind of shoehorning Adam Armstrong in because he felt like he needed to. Mm. But if Adam Armstrong kind of likes it out there and, and it, whatever he's doing is working, because he, he, he's certainly getting, you know, running back and back and forth down that left. I guess this is something that we can expect to see more of now. If it's working for him, you know, he's putting in the work and he's getting rewards for it. So, you know, it's not just the goals that he's, that he's in there.
2: For. Well, I'd say last season it wasn't even the goals. <laughs>
1: no yeah. Um, moved up to seventh. Ahead of Chelsea on goal scored at that point. Lying high. High, high, high. Higher than a hippie on a third day of a festival. That's how high. <laughs> yeah. Uh man of the match, Kevin.
2: Ah, uh, we've been singing Armstrong's praises. Um it's definitely got to be under consideration. Uh Che, as hard working as ever. Um Perot. Thought it was outstanding. Um yeah, fitted in really well for the first time the season. Uh Lavia uh yeah, Wonder Girl. A shame that it to come off. Um I'll give it to Roman Paradin.
1: Oh nice.
2: Um yeah, just a lot of a lot of brilliant crosses there and um very very hard working.
1: Good, because I like him. I feel like he's he's underrated a little bit, but I'm I'm gonna give it to Adam Armstrong because I, I, yeah, I just said that I don't think I mentioned anybody else's name. I think Alianusi was up there as well because looking at his stats True. and yeah. the way that he played, but um, I'm, I'm going to give it to Adam Armstrong because I thought he was excellent um, defensively, especially just putting the work in and you he, he know he's never going to stop and yeah, that, I, I think he deserves it. Got his gold as well. He's off the mark, so. Okay, uh, Wolves then in our second game of the week, a bogey team Wolves and you're losing four of our last five to them and that's... um. Three in a row. Uh, Well, it's four in a row now. None of us were particularly overconfident with this game either. You know, coming off the back of a Chelsea win, we still didn't feel like we were going to go there and get the win. Also, we didn't feel like we were going to get the loss, but, you know, we did lose. It was a one nil loss. Disappointing. And I I don't know, deflating. It's just kind of ruined the week now, hasn't it? Because we've we've had the good window. We've had the good win against Chelsea and then, you know, it just fizzled out really quickly. Yeah, I mean,
2: I think the excitement of the previous match kind of carried on over to this one for me. Yeah, that fizzed out quite quickly when I realised that we were playing Wolves. Uh, (laughs) I forgot that fact. uh,
1: (laughs) Quite a depressing team to watch. But, I mean, the the changes, well, I say the changes, the change, he only made one. I I was more excited than uh, I have been in a long time to see what he was going to do with this team, to see if he was going to change things up because of the new recruits or because he was going to keep things simple and keep them as they were. Um, so I think he did it perfectly well, to be honest. He, he had to take Lavier out and put in um, a rebo. fine. That was a, a given, wasn't it? And I didn't really want maitland niles Dozie or Larios to start because they didn't, you know, they haven't deserved it. They've only just come in and, you know, the team's just won. So, yeah, keep them out. Keep them on the bench. Bring them on if you need to. And we know that uh, Chaleta Tsar, you know, he didn't make it as we were already aware of anyway but i don't think you can argue with the with the team lineup
2: no i mean to a man we've signed the praises of every single one of them i think the only one that's really kind of come in for any criticism has been uh diallo i suppose
1: but yeah initial initial thoughts Kev. you you said that you know you you were looking forward to this game at the back of tuesday um then you realised you were playing wolves but um Disappointed at the end and just a bit numb, and I guess it's just one of those games you just want to forget about and move on now, yeah.
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah, I just started to switch off, to be honest, towards the middle of the first half.
1: I think the players did as well. Yeah, it's
2: nothing really happening until we each had a chance. Before they scored, again nothing really to write home about. It.
1: Um, although although we weren't playing really bad, I just think we just couldn't get our first gear, could we? It was mm. just like you know, <laughs> and the halftime stats would back that up as well because I think there was just two shots on target uh, between both.
2: Yeah, I mean we were just about to walk off into the tunnel, weren't
1: we? I think uh, the heads were already there.
2: Yeah, and they just um, we've seized up on it really. I mean I think we were mounting an attack and then well, our high line got caught out by a lightning quick counter attack
0: yeah
1: there was that uh we had that one chance with a repo didn't we but i guess the effort kind of summed up our game to that point and probably maybe could have done better with it but think... yeah he gets tangled up with no less doesn't you? yeah uh Wolf's got the winner anyway in the first half um stoppage time nunez with the cross and, and podents bubbles it in i mean it's a mm. terrible hit and it just goes straight in. I mean, looking at it on the telly, it, it kind of like, what's happened there? Because at the angle that I first saw, it, I thought it he was, hits
2: it at the ground from like just off yeah. the ground and it sort of bounces over Bizzouna.
1: What was, was Bazunu doing there? And then when you look at it from behind Bazuna, you can see, ah,
2: yeah,
1: it's just been caught out. Yeah. And you see it in slow motion as well after um, uh, Podence has hit it and you see his face. He's just like, oh, God. <laughs> and <No. laughs> then, it, then, then it just lights up and you're just like oh you lucky bastards but you, the, the thing is one of these games you knew it was going to be something like that just one goal was going to separate them and that's exactly i mean i was i was thinking that at the time like this is it that's it we're going to lose this one nil because you just don't you can't unless we get a penalty or a free kick chance from prowsey it's not gonna nothing's gonna change
2: i mean they've been quite short of um Firepower, haven't they, this season? I mean, they're not really a team that scores a lot of goals. um,
1: Exactly. Until they come up against Saints. Until they play Saints when they decide, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. even when they don't play Jimenez, if they seem to do it. And case in point, on Saturday as well. And it's, yeah, just a, I don't know. There was a moment that we do need to discuss, though, Kev. Che Adams doing his Maradona. Aye. (laughs) Hand of (laughs) Che (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh, how did he not score this legally i mean he, he, you look at it in slow motion as well i know it's slow motion he had so much time to see that ball as well mm. any other kind of touch on that and we're level i mean he had the time to stop turn around bend over and stick it in with his ass yeah and he still can't shane
2: shoot. long would have stuck it in with his cock
1: yeah he? he would have humped it in but i, I I don't know what's happened there. Is it just a, a lack of concentration? But you could see his eyes on the ball. The way you look at it, in super slow, as the ball's coming across and it's coming down. Chase's eyes are lit up and he's he's on the ball. He's like, yeah, this is it. And it's just like, what are you doing with your arm? Yeah. What is it there? Oh.
2: I don't know. You think you you think that that would be trained out of you, wouldn't you? That when you're lifting your body up, you want to keep your arms down by your side. It's
1: a tough one, isn't it?
2: Yeah um and then you know a couple of minutes later he's, he gets a header in and it comes off the bar just wasn't his day wasn't
1: it? it wasn't any of our day it was just one of them games it was just there you go but yeah ralph did use his allotted five subs didn't he and he changed things up tactically a couple of times actually to, to try and get us back into it um the usual suspects of Stuart armstrong Musa gineppo uh mara came on as well um but you know, we got 20 minutes out of Maitland-Niles and, and Sam Odozie. Dozy showed us a little bit of what he can do. I think, you know, he's, I think he's going to be exciting and I, I just can't wait for him to get settled. So yeah, I, Maitland-Niles was, was okay as well. I just think that the environment that they came into and the game that they came into was, it was always going to be a tough one. But Kev, how how do you feel about this now that you've had time to, you know, let it settle? Because I'm still gutted, to be honest. And, I, I just keep thinking, Christ, we actually beat Chelsea, didn't we? We beat Chelsea, we beat Leicester, we've actually got those games won. Yeah. And then I look at this and think, Christ, yeah, this is just an awful game and an awful way to lose in, in such a good week. I just feel it was more of a wasted opportunity than anything. And I don't think that Wolves deserved the points and a draw no. would have been fair. And it's just that's the way I'm, I'm left. Yeah, I think yeah, I would
2: taking one of the few chances that, that we did it would have been that 1-1 one, one or if... Not let that happen. We haven't been, you know, overstretched by that. Just saw over the line the first half. Um, probably would have ended no nil we could have all forgotten about it.
1: And you would have picked up five points in your predictions. Yeah. A serious question for you, care. The style that we play, the you know, the effort that we put in and the, the the pressing. Is it made for two games in five days?
2: No, I think this shows it that we yeah. just didn't have the energy.
1: Yeah, I guess there was a sense of wariness and fatigue and mm. it, it's a slow burning game. But I don't know. They, I guess what I'm trying to say is they put all their energy into Chelsea. And this was just one of those ones that were just like, ah, oh, as Wolves, just didn't do enough and didn't look that much into it. Well, but yeah, Wolves haven't won in the league since April the 2nd, Kev. And that's what, 12 games?
2: Yep. so you can pretty much count on them getting three points against us.
1: Yeah, and that's what's happened. And yeah, yeah. Uh, Stats
2: Wolves had seven shots, uh, two of which were up on target. <laughs> uh, we had twelve shots, um, but just one on target. Mm. Um, yeah. XG at 0.8 to our uh, 1.19 should really be a draw.
1: That's disappointing, isn't it? One shot on target from twelve—that's poor.
2: Yeah, uh, possession wise. is pretty much even, fifty-one forty-nine
1: in favor of Wolves. Mm. OK. Uh, man of the match, Kev?
2: Oh, Christ. See... Uh, <laughs> this is difficult
1: as well for different reasons, because yeah. the Chelsea one, there's so many good players. This one, there's no one that stands out.
2: Yeah, and um, I think in those cases we say if and don't give it to Prowse. And I've got no reason not to.
1: I was thinking that, and I was thinking, Christ, who stood out here? I was really, really trying to think. But I'm going to give it to Silesi. Um it, I mean, I could have given it to Belakocic as well. I just wanted to give it to a defensive player because... Um, it, there was a lot of talk uh, build up to the game that Wolves have got their new man. They've got this like six foot five striker. Uh, yeah, Kalajic. Kolog- 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 Kalajic, yeah. Kept him quiet, really. I didn't hear him at all, apart from when he got injured for a little bit. Um, mm. And plus, Salisu had a handful of clearances and he made some important tackles. Uh, but yeah, Belakocic was equally as effective. But I'm going to give it to Salisu, give him a little bit of love, just because, you know, Belakotchip's just got our player of the month. So. Um, I'll give it to Silisi. Um Kev, now we're at home to Brentford. Um, that's Saturday the 10th of September. That's, that's next Saturday, uh, 3 o'clock from St. Mary's. Brentford, biggest wins. Uh, won 4-2 in 1957. Uh, and 4-1 win back in January. Uh, I remember it well. Mm. Uh, head-to-head, we have won 34. Brentford have won 22. And we've drawn 13 of those. Uh, Kevin, now, I always fixture watch. You know this. Uh, I, I look at them and I wonder where, you know, it's most likely we're going to pick up points. And this was one that I kind of mentally circled at the start of the season because I thought it was going to be a tough August and I thought we'd be near the bottom of the league. And I thought Brentford and Leeds would be the one where we could pick up these points. But then yesterday, you know, they, they banged in five against Leeds. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I'm starting to think twice now because, you know, the start they've had – they couldn't have dreamed anything better really could they realistically they're up to seventh as we speak and they've won twice they've drawn three and they've just got the one loss they're tough to beat just ask Eric Ten Hag Um, and they're scoring goals for fun which is not something that you'd consider Brentford to be doing and they have scored 15 goals to our seven that's scary i know and tony's got five on his own that's just two less than our entire total so yeah and i i okay it helps when you score four against united and five against leeds yeah. they're, they're playing well and tony's playing well He was excellent again yesterday got a hat-trick didn't he and his free kick was wow that was unstoppable and there's even talk of a england call up now so uh mm-hmm. wow why not but yeah it's going to be a tough one now um and i don't think we should sniff at a draw so yeah where's your head at
2: um, it could go either way, couldn't it? I mean, um, the same side that beat United 4-0 uh, lost uh, to Fulham 3-2, didn't they?
1: Yeah, that's their one loss, yeah.
2: So it's, it's
1: in the middle of the table, it's, a kind, it's kind of a mixed bag for teams like are you, Brentford. Are you thinking that by May that Brentford and Saints are going to be kind of like similar on similar paths? there? They're unpredictable as well. You don't know what you're going to get from one week to the next because you always sort of, we always sort of say when we're looking at predictions, it depends what Saints side's going to turn up. Is it going to be the one that got humbled at the start of the season to um, Tottenham? Is it going to be the one that went to Leicester and won 2-1? Um, and I guess, could you say the same for Brentford?
2: Yeah, I mean, they have they, you know had a bit of a mixed bag as well, but um, obviously slightly more positive mixed bag. <laughs> uh yeah, it's, it depends what Brentford side will become in this as well.
1: I think Tony's going to be, he's going to have to be stopped, isn't he?
2: Uh, yeah, hopefully Belakhotch Axel will uh, keep his eye on him.
1: I'm tempted to put, uh, put five at the back, <laughs> but you can't do that at home to Brentford. No, just yeah, we know it doesn't
2: work as well.
1: <laughs> no. Um, predictions then, Kev? Uh, it's me to go first, I believe, isn't it?
2: Go on.
1: Are you ready for this? Because I'm going to go positive, Kev. I'm going to go for a 2-1 Saints win. Oh, wow.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go with the of averages and say that if we just had a relatively embarrassing loss, um, we're going to come back with a win. Uh, so I'm going to say 2-0. can keep a clean sheet for the start. first time this season, right?
1: Yeah. No, I just think Saints at their best and Brentford at their best. I think we've got too much for them.
2: Yeah, I mean, it could be an absolute bloodbath, couldn't it? Well, I don't. Do you, like,
1: do you mean like a 5-4 5-4, yeah. Yeah, OK. OK, I thought you meant like a 6-0 or something. Gets, gets all six, but no. Yeah, well, they did dick us that point, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, that was 3-0, wasn't it? That was awful. Mm. Oh. Yeah, they, oh. I think we've on the beach, by the way. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Uh, Tim is going for a 1-1, one, one, by the way. That's five sensible, isn't it? Discord predictions then Uh, from Chelsea, uh, Colt Baker and Kevin McGee both went for 2-1 wins to Saints, which was max points. How on earth did they do that? I don't know. But yeah, that's that's brilliant. Um, And the Wolves game, Kevin, not one single person went for a Wolves win. Uh, So the table will remain the same. Uh, Colt Baker is at the top on 14, uh, and he leads Dan Fox and Scott Gorman on 12. I think you're just behind them, Kevin, 11. So you're right up there. I
0: okay.
1: certainly. Uh, it's early days, yeah. Uh, Super Six uh, round four was won by Stuart White with 21 points, and that left Paul Beasley in the lead. Uh, round five, Stephen King, Stephen Allen, big up to the Steves, um, and Yasmin Wiseman, uh, 19 points. Uh, for week five. They've uh, got 19 points. Yeah.
2: Just say it's even Stevens.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, round six is still ongoing, but at the moment, the overall leader is Paul Carpenter on 65 points. Um, Kevin, fantasy football, you're having a good season, aren't you?
2: not um, relatively. Um, I'm still not the best podder out there. Uh, I think uh, Oliver Boesk in the women. Mm-hmm. He's top of the provisional table. Um, for August, uh, I'm, I was the third in the manager of the month. Uh, wow. Yeah, Oliver Bowes, uh, Jacob Tanswell, uh, they, they were 16 and 20 points, respectively, ahead of me. Uh, overall, I think Lucy Heiner is our manager of the month in the big league. Uh, Josh Parkhouse second and Thomas Ship. is <laughs> Team Toilet City uh, <laughs> third in August. Uh, overall, it's the same. Um, I'm fourth. Overall, think, yeah, yeah, this is
1: what I mean. Overall, I know. I'm trying to big you up here, and you're kind of like playing it down.
2: Yeah, no, that's, that's looking quite impressive. Uh, how many points have I got so far this week? Fifty-seven.
1: I'm a, I'm only fourteenth.
2: Hmm.
1: I'm doing well. I'm having this is probably one of my best years.
2: Brave enough to captain Tony.
1: You got Tony as well, have you?
2: Yeah, I've had him since the beginning of the season.
1: Yeah, I know you liked. Well, I had him last season
2: as well, it wasn't quite as good.
1: I got a Where Am I for you, Kevin? Oh yes, i got. Good stuff. I like it. Um, you know, remember you get one free guess. So uh, after okay. your amazing Huddersfield one last week, um, here we go again. Okay, so uh, clue number one for five points. This city is located 135 miles from St. Mary's. That puts it beyond London, doesn't it? Uh, Well, it depends which which direction you go.
2: MK Donuts?
1: No. No. Approximately 60 miles from Gloucester. 60
2: miles from Gloucester? Okay. Uh,
1: Their most recent season in the Premier League was 2018-19, where they finished 18th and were relegated.
2: I'm going to say Cardiff.
1: You're going to go for Cardiff? Yeah, correct. Yes, well done. Um, Currently competing in the championship uh, and with the first team outside of England to win the FA Cup. Um, And the fifth and final clue, nicknamed the Bluebirds, have a fierce rivalry with Swansea City with a total capacity of thirty three thousand two hundred eighty. I am Cardiff City Stadium. You are right. It's the Cardiff City Stadium. Well done, Kev. Nice. You're on 10 points, by the way. Yes, I think that is about it for this week. Um, And if you've enjoyed it uh, and you feel like, do you know what, those guys deserve a pint, then yeah, please head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash in that number. Um, Yeah, we'd really, really appreciate it. And next week, okay, we have the Brentford game for you uh, to go over and we will be previewing the Aston Villa game. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that Villa one. I just hope we can give them a good old stuffing. Yeah. Kevin, you say something now. Something now. Up the Saints. Up the Saints.
0: Up the Saints. Up at Southampton.